Hello, my friends, and welcome to the first episode of Over Easy in 2022. As of right now, I'm recording this in 2021, so you are hearing this next year. That is wild to me, and yes, I have made that joke maybe a 10 times already, and the year's not over yet. It's my favorite joke to make uh, that I will see you next year. It's my favorite thing to say. But anyways, hello. I hope you're doing well and I hope you had an amazing holiday season. Let's talk about why I wasn't here last week because I really did mean to make my final episode of 2021 last week, but I just didn't I just didn't have the time. I really need to tell you about what I've been up to because I've been doing so much and it has been exhausting. So, let's go over that. Actually, let's go over my rosebud thorn first because that's more relevant and then we'll go over how my holidays were because that's also very important and I want to talk about that. So, let's talk about rosebud and thorn. My hmm okay, my thorn is that gyms have been closed since last week in BC, which sucks uh, due to the new variant and all these cases of COVID. Uh, Our province decided to close all the gyms. And as you may know, my lovely podcast listeners, my entire personality is based around the gym. I'm only half joking when I say that. But I was quite upset when they announced that gyms are going to be closed again and they're closed for more weeks, a couple more weeks. So that kind of sucks. But honestly, it actually hasn't been too bad. I've actually just been way too busy to go to the gym anyway. Like I feel like had gyms been open, I may have found myself way more stressed out with trying to go to the gym and also balance everything that I've been doing. So it might be a little bit of a blessing in disguise, but it has been kind of sad because I was going to bring my boyfriend to do a Pilates class with me and I was going to bring my friends to go do stuff at the gym, but obviously because it's closed, I haven't gone and I can't bring my friends. So that's kind of sad. I, I haven't been exercising a lot. Like, I thought that because gyms were closed, I would have to do home workouts and stuff like that. But honestly, I am totally okay with not exercising and taking a break. I haven't stopped moving at all. I haven't stopped moving completely, I mean, is what I mean to say. Like, I'm still exercising, which I will talk about in a little bit when I talk about what I've been up to. Uh, There's just a lot more ways to do exercise, I've found. And also, it's okay to take a break. Like, yeah, I mean, we've been new. Uh, I've been talking about this the whole year ever since I've been back to the gym. It's okay to take a break. You don't have to go every day. You don't have to exercise every day. I love to, but it's okay to take a break too. And obviously the holidays are a chaotic time and not everyone can balance all that. Oh, I should actually address this first. If you're watching the video, you may notice that there's a little bit of a set change. One of my lovely students gifted me an Animal Crossing wall calendar, as you can probably tell, behind me, and it is so adorable. I appreciate it so much. Um, It's just the cutest thing ever, and I was like so in shock when she gave it to me uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was so happy about it. So thank you, and I added it to my podcast set because I thought it would be the perfect addition. It kind of adds to the left side of the screen or right side. I don't really know. It adds to this side of the screen how that has been a little bit empty. I might be changing it up a little bit more just because this Polaroid wall I've had since I moved into my room when I was in grade 11. And I'm kind of a little bit over it. Like I like the aesthetic of the Polaroid wall, but the actual photos are photos that I've taken like throughout early high school. So a lot of these photos are kind of out of date and not my vibe. I like the vibe of the Polaroid wall, but 
Anyways, that's another thing that I'm going to figure out over the break, probably. And um, we might change it. We might not. It's because my boyfriend actually gave me a poster for Christmas. So I want to hang it up and put it in my podcast set. But that would involve taking this down or I could take the collage wall down. I don't really know. We're going to figure that out. And that's not the time. Like, we're not going to talk about it right now because there's much more things to talk about. So, yeah, uh, that's my thorn. My other thorn is that it's we're going back to online school, which, haha, love that for us. Not really. UBC announced that the first three, first two to three weeks of school in a second semester is online again, just with the rising cases and everything, which is totally understandable. I'm actually not that bummed out about it. I mean, my experience with online school was totally fine and I really enjoyed it, to be honest. So I'll be totally fine with that. But, you know, it's my last semester of school. So I was like, Ugh, like that's kind of annoying. But then again, like I don't really mind. It's okay. My rose. Let's talk about my rose. Hmm. My rose is that I just love the holiday season. Although the holiday season is kind of over now, I love the mood that it puts everyone in. It may, Everyone is just so much more happy and more relaxed because they get a little bit more time off and it's just good vibes all around, uh, especially with me too. Like I've had a really good um, holiday so far. It's been like a week or so and it has been amazing. It's probably been one of my best winter breaks yet uh, just because of how much I've truly been able to relax and take a break and not do things and then also do things. Oh, my other rose is that I went snowboarding for the first time in two years uh, just last week and it was freaking amazing. It was so much fun. Uh, I surprisingly didn't forget how to snowboard. I could still do some basic stuff. I'm not that good at snowboarding, but I really do love going and having fun on the mountain. It was so much fun. Uh, I was like so much fun. I wish I could go a couple more times. I think I will go a couple more times before the season ends, but it's so much fun. I can't even tell you how much fun I had. So that was definitely a rose. And my bud is I'm looking forward to the end of the year. And by the time you listen to this, it will be the new year already. But I'm not looking forward to the year because I feel like, especially on TikTok with the FYP that I have right now, there's a lot of like, oh, it's the new year. It's time to reinvent yourself. Um, it's time to be better. It's time to do your all your New Year's resolutions. I'm not really looking for t- forward to that. I'm actually... We'll talk about this a little later too when I talk about my goals for 2022. I'm not really going to set goals this year. And I'm just looking forward to the new year because of like New Year's Eve. Uh, My family has plans and also we're going to stay up and count down, obviously, like just genuinely the New Year's Eve event, the day of New Year's Eve. I'm not really looking forward to this new year crap that people try to sell you and be like, this is the time you need to start working out or whatever. I honestly don't really buy into that anymore. I used to be a big New Year's resolution person and it did work for a period of my life, but I've also realized that, you know, now the year is so unpredictable. Life is so unpredictable. We can't set these expectations for ourselves. And it's good to have maybe big goals to work towards, but I think the idea that your year has to be a certain way and you're working towards that, even though you have no idea what might happen in one week, two months, six months, is really unreasonable. So I don't think I'm going to set goals. I'm going to set intentions like I have for the last few years. And I'll talk about that a little bit later in this episode. 
So those are my rose, bud, and thorn. I've genuinely just been having such a nice, relaxing winter break. And actually, it hasn't been that relaxing. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people and doing a lot of stuff. So let's talk about what I've been up to since I finished my last final, because I believe I vlogged that, and I do have a Christmas vlog going up, so... Let's just talk about what I've been up to for the last week or so. So last Tuesday, I finished my last final. And then basically the plan was for Christmas Eve that my boyfriend and I would cook dinner for our family. And my boyfriend is a very full send person, which I totally understand. Like for some things, I'm very full send as well. But he was so full send that on Wednesday and Thursday following finishing my final, we spent both of the mornings literally from the first day we went from 9 a.m. to I think 1 p.m. And then on Thursday, we went from 7 a.m. until 11 a.m. grocery shopping for Christmas Eve. We spent like 10 hours grocery shopping combined on those two days. It was very chaotic um, because obviously everyone else is preparing for Christmas Eve. So there are a ton of people at the grocery store. And then also just the act of getting the grocery lists together and thinking about what we wanted and then actually going to the grocery store and finding parking spots. Like all these little things kind of compound to make the experience a little extremely stressful. So it wasn't the best time, but it was fun. Christmas Eve was very fun. It was actually, it went really well, to be honest. Our cooking, we cooked for like four hours though. We started cooking at like two and ended up eating dinner at like 6.30. So that was crazy. But my boyfriend and I, we made nabe hot pot, which is a Japanese style hot pot. And we made everything from scratch. We made the broth from scratch. Okay. He did most of the work, um, but I'm going to say we because I also helped, but we made the broth from scratch and then we had to prep all the ingredients and the vegetables and stuff like that. And then we also made apple pie from scratch. So that obviously involves the dough and the filling and the baking and all the stuff. We cooked for four and a half hours on Christmas Eve and I was so pooped by the end of it. So pooped truly the most tired I'd ever been but it was really fun and my family loved the dinner it was delicious so I was really happy about that and it was really really it was like one of the best Christmases ever to be honest because we didn't do anything extravagant but it was a lot of good family time and time with my boyfriend so I had a really good time on Christmas also we it snowed in Vancouver on Christmas Eve and we had a white Christmas it was like heavily snowing it's been snowing a lot these past few days and it was so nice because I don't love the snow but I love the idea of it so obviously eating Christmas dinner and then opening the door to see like the snow all over the driveway and on the roads and like it just falling down it was so beautiful and so nice until I had to go drive (laughs) so that was my Christmas Eve it was so much fun and then on Christmas Day I actually went snowboarding with my friends and we went up to the mountain it was quite chaotic actually because it was snowing in the morning so it was really hard to get up to the mountain there were a lot of people who didn't have winter tires and the traction wasn't good so obviously going up to the mountain you have to go up a lot of incline and it was really hard for some of the cars and there was a bit of drifting and stuff like that but we made it up safely and the time coming down was totally fine but it was so nice snowboarding there weren't that many people actually so I was really happy about that because 
throughout COVID, I heard about, you know, the long lift lines and stuff like that. So it wasn't too bad uh, when we went. So that was very good. That was my Christmas day. And then afterwards, we also, what else did I do? I went to downtown, to downtown Vancouver to go shopping with my mom a couple times. We went twice last week. Um, We just do like periodic shopping trips, you know. We went once before Christmas and that was so freaking chaotic. Everyone was doing their last minute Christmas shopping, obviously. But then we also went two days ago and that was like after Christmas and it was totally fine. It was so good. There was like no one downtown, which was really nice. But that was really fun. And then, hmm, what else? What else? What else? I bought a new snowboarding jacket from Arc'teryx. Um, I'm very happy about that because, you know, all of the outdoor gear that I have, you know, my rain jacket and stuff like that, my thermal wear, I've had since early high school. And as as it does still work, my thermal wear is still very nice and warm, but my rain jacket is just totally trashed. And, you know, the rain, I don't know what it is, like the rain material isn't very protective anymore. It's not very warm because it's only a shell. So decided to go ahead and buy an Arc'teryx snowboarding jacket and it's been very warm and nice. And that's been especially helpful because it's been literally like negative 10 degrees in Vancouver recently. And I am not a fan of this cold weather. It actually takes a bit of time to get used to, but now that I'm somewhat used to it, I'm. it's not as bad as I thought. I do have to layer up a lot though, you know, wearing like two pants and then wearing two shirts and then beanie, jacket, socks, everything, but it's not as terrible as I thought it would be. I'm definitely still a hot weather person though. I'm pretty much up until today now, but recently I also had a sleepover with some of my friends and that was really nice because we just spent some quality time together. Also, I have been watching Squid Game and I know I am so late to the trend, but I was honestly really scared to watch Squid Game because I heard about how scary and gory it was. And let me tell you, it has been indeed a traumatizing experience watching this show. The first episode I watched with my boyfriend and I literally couldn't watch like half of it because of, you know, the scary parts of the the show. But I pushed through and I think I just finished episode four. So that was like the tug of war episode. And it's actually been pretty good, but I do have to look away when the scary parts come into scene. I could like a lot of the fourth episode or third episode I couldn't watch because it was just too scary and I'm just there in front of the TV with my eyes covered and I'm just waiting for people to tell me when it'll be over so that I can watch again. I don't know what, I I can't watch this gory stuff anymore, but it has been a really good show. I really do like it and I think there's a lot of intricate plot details that are really interesting and I'm really excited to finish the first season, hopefully soon. I just don't have Netflix, so I've been watching it on someone else's Netflix. But yeah, that's basically been my holiday so far. That's why it's been so chaotic. Uh, As someone who is an introvert, I obviously am not used to doing things and seeing people every single day and also for long periods of time. So today is the 29th and I was supposed to have plans today, but I ended up canceling them because of just how exhausted I was and I just need a break to catch up with myself and just to stay at home and relax and just do the things that I've been meaning to do. And that's totally fine. I thought I'd be a little more guilty about canceling plans, especially because it was with one of my friends who I haven't seen in a very long time, like I think in over a year or so. And I thought I'd be a lot more guilty. And I am a little bit guilty of like canceling plans because I don't know if I'll be able to see her before she leaves Vancouver. But also I realize that it's really important for 
myself to be charged and my social battery to be recharged, especially in such a busy time like the holidays, because had I gone to hang out with her today, we were supposed to go rock climbing. Had I gone to do that today, I feel like it wouldn't have been a good experience. Like in my head, I would probably just be like, oh, let, let me go home and I don't want to be here and stuff like that. And I've really learned that these quality time with people have to be have to be of good quality, which means you need to be rested. You need to be in good condition and take care of yourself first before you can think about doing things with other people, which is really important. So yeah, that has been my end of year so far. I'm really excited for New Year's Eve. As I said, I don't have too many other plans before the new year. Just lunch with my family on New Year's Eve. That's what we usually do. And then we'll see. I'm counting down. And that's that's going to be the end of my year. I'm very excited for January to roll around. But as I was saying in my last episode, so if you didn't watch my last episode, it was a 2021 recap where I went over the main goals that I set at the beginning of 2021. And then I kind of reviewed and saw and talked about what actually happened throughout the year, because obviously there's a lot of unprecedented things that I couldn't predict in January 2021. So I'm going to do something similar for this episode, but I'm going to do it for 2022. I'm not going to set real goals, though. I'm just going to talk about the vibes that I am going for this year and what I want to achieve and also how I want to feel, because I think that's also super important. I've been doing a bit of end of year reflection, and I found this uh, link, this blog, with a bunch of 2022 related questions that we're going to go over today. Let me talk about, though, before I get into the questions, what I am looking forward to, what I can see in the next year, foreseeably right now. One of the biggest things is that I am graduating university in April. I mean, knock on wood, that I pass all my courses. I mean, I most likely will. I haven't had trouble with that before. But um, I'm graduating university in April 2022, and I legitimately have no idea what I am doing. I will see. I don't really know what I want to do and stuff like that. People are always asking, you know, are you going to go back to school for grad school and stuff like that? And I do eventually want to go to grad school, but it's just a thing of like, I've been in school since I was in kindergarten. So that's been 16 plus years now. I just want to break. I think it is such a, a waste maybe that I am so young and not able to take advantage of it because I'm constantly studying and constantly in school. Like, I think I just need... A period in my life where I have no plan because then that'll give me so much freedom to take up on opportunities that are given to me that I may not otherwise have and I may not ever have again because I get a little bit older and I think I'm in a really good spot right now physically financially mentally that I can not have a plan for once and just see what happens and I think that'll be really interesting because Again, there's literally so many opportunities out there and I'm really excited to just take advantage of them. So that's kind of what my year looks like. I just can only predict up until April, end of April, because that's when I finish my degree. May to December, we're going to wing it. We're going to see what happens. Obviously, there are some personal things that I want to keep doing, like 
doing my YouTube channel and also doing my podcast. And I think my podcast and YouTube channel are going to go through such a big change that it'll be so interesting to see what I am like later on in next year. And I think that'll be so awesome to document and also look back on in the future because I have no idea what's going to happen. Like genuinely. I feel like people say that all the time. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen. But like sometimes you you do, you know what's going to happen. You just say that sometimes to be humble or just to, I don't know, it's the easiest thing to say, but genuinely no idea. I think I'm going to start answering the questions now though, because I think I'm answering some of the questions before I start going through them as I keep talking. So let's go through it. The first question is, what is your intention for next year? And I did this journaling prompt on Monday. The thing that I wrote is I want to embrace the change that will come in my life. So talking about graduating university and getting out of this student lifestyle next year, particularly after April, will be completely new and different for me. And I'm not exactly sure what it will bring. And that is okay. I will be outside my comfort zone by not having a fully detailed plan for myself. And I will simply let life take me where I need to go. I really do just want to put my trust into the universe and see what is coming for me. I think have I like if I have a plan and if I make a plan I will stick to what I am comfortable with which is you know working my part-time job as a math tutor and then doing the dance and stuff like that and I'm not saying I'm opposed to uh, staying there forever or staying there next year but I think also if I don't have a plan and I just kind of let life take me where I where it needs to go I will stumble upon a lot of new things that I will never have tried before, which I think will be very interesting. My one thing though is I do really want to make sure that I am getting out of my comfort zone because I can I can live very happily and comfortably in my comfort zone, which is kind of in the situation that I'm living in right now. You know, if I choose not to move out and I just choose to continue working the jobs that I have, I can definitely live a happy life. Like my jobs give me so much happiness right now. And also that gives me time to work on my content creation and stuff like that. But I want to make sure also that I don't stay stagnant in this position and I have the ability to challenge myself and do new things because I think that is what's really important. And given that I'm so young, I have so much freedom to do these things that I may never be able to do. So I just want to also make sure that I am sticking to new things and I'm not scared to try new things. And that's obviously easier said than done. Um, I'm thinking about it now and doing new things kind of scares me, but I think it'll be a good experience for me. Okay, next question is, what are you going to continue doing? I wrote that I want to continue living authentically, continue my own passion projects and content, maintaining meaningful connections with my friends, allowing myself to grow and learning to be a better human and working on my weaknesses. This I think I have fully embraced near the end of this year uh, with the new school semester and stuff like that. I think I've improved a lot. I think I'm very happy with who I am now and what I have done to get myself to this position and it comes with a lot of hard work and discipline and you know not being lazy but I am really happy with it and I'm very proud of myself for growing I think I have matured a lot more and people have told me I matured my boyfriend told me I matured a lot no okay I matured I'm not gonna say a lot because maybe it's not a lot but I have matured and it feels really good it feels really good to be adulty and wise. I don't know why, but it just does feel really good. So I'm going to continue. I think I just, one of my big focuses for next year that I was thinking about is I just want to genuinely be a good person. 
And it seems so simple, right? You're like, oh, everyone's a good person. They're nice. They open the door for others and, you know, donate to charity or whatever. But I'm just talking about in all situations, being a genuinely good person involves not being as selfish, you know, thinking about others and also, but also learning to balance prioritizing myself and my own needs. I think that's definitely been something that I've been struggling with a little bit. I I sometimes have trouble with balancing, you know, if I want to take a break and be by myself, but then also balancing like the needs of other people that I am in a relationship with, in a friendship with, or just responsible for, you know? So that's definitely something I want to work on next year. And just being a genuinely good person, improving myself to be nicer, more generous, kinder, because I think those things are just more important in the long run than, you know, how much money I can make at a job or whatever degree or whatever grades I get at the end of this semester. What's really important and what I've learned is that what's really important is your character and your personality because honestly that's usually what gets your foot in the door with a lot of people most of the time it's not really all these other superficial things but anyways yeah so that's like one of I guess like my main overarching goal is just be a good person that does not sound very eloquent or wise but that's just what I'm going to go for this year 2022 also just sounds like such a good number like I think it's like such a good 2022 2022 sounds so good anyways let's continue on to the next question what do you want to change completely i am speaking this into reality i am moving out next year 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 we're going to speak that into existence that is what i'm changing completely in my life I, it's not that I don't like living at home. I love living at home, being with my family, having home cooked Chinese food every single night. Delicious. Amazing. I love that for me. And having such a comfortable space. I've cultivated my room to be so safe, so comfortable and so amazing for me. I love my room. I love this house. But if I want to continue growing and continue improving myself really reaching my full potential in this area, I think I have to move out. There are so many things that I am missing out on, my own autonomy, my own independence, my own responsibility, I don't know, accountability, all these big words, but genuinely, I think there's a lot of things that I'm missing out on because I'm still living at home and I'm kind of still sheltered in that way. And I really want to like fully take my life into my own hands. And one thing that's always stopped me is like, oh, you know, renting is such a waste of money. You know, you're just kind of, people say it's like throwing your money down the drain. But I was reading the book that I've been reading. I still haven't finished it, which I'm kind of sad. Like it took me so long to read this book, but it's Your Turn by Julie Lithcott Hames. One of the, one of the quotes that really stuck with me in that book is like, um, it's something goes, it's along lines of sometimes we don't want to move out because uh, of, the financials because it seems like a waste of money but genuinely the things that you learn when you move out of your parents house overcomes all of that and I don't know why but that sentence just spoke to me so hard and I was like this is literally directed at me like they knew I was going to read this book and I was going to read this sentence and it would speak to me so much 
but yeah, I think that's just always stopped me from moving out. The fact that like, you know, oh, renting is like throwing your money down the drain. Like I want to save up to buy my own apartment. But in the foreseeable near future, I'm not going to be settling down and starting a family anytime soon. I want to take some time to really grow into my own life and into my own self. So why am I going to spend so much money? I feel like it's going to I'm going to spend more money buying a place rather than renting. So I definitely want to move out next year. That is my goal. I uh, like if I were to make a timeline on it, I want to move out in like the summer after I graduate university, but we'll see. I have no idea to be honest. So we'll see what happens. On to the next question. How do you intend to be different at the end of next year? This is very interesting. Well, I think the biggest thing is again with moving out, I want to be very independent by the end of next year and I don't want to do it in a selfish way I think that's what I've one thing that I've been toying with recently is you know I can be very independent I think during the time when I was single for a long time and I was you know going on dates with people but I had no responsibility towards them I was very independent but in a selfish way because you know I wasn't really giving regard to that person's needs or responsibilities I kind of saw them as a short-term thing so I really had no responsibilities towards what they wanted and I didn't it kind of makes me feel icky (laughs) That's like the only way I can say it. It makes me feel icky. But when I, uh, hopefully at the end of next year, I want to be independent and I want to be autonomous, you know, be self-sufficient and only rely on myself, but not do it in a selfish way. I want to still not not be independent at the expense of others, if that makes sense. So not like hurting people. What, not physically, but hurting people emotionally or mentally to get what I want and being able to balance that, I think is a very important thing that I want to be able to do eventually. Yeah. All right. Next question. What will you do to step out of your comfort zone? I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I think moving out is the biggest thing I want to do for stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, I don't know if I want to stay in Vancouver, to be honest. That's a big bombshell I'm dropping on the podcast, and I haven't really talked about it in real life. I don't know if I want to stay in Vancouver. I don't really have anything tying me down here, so I could move somewhere else. That's always an option. And it could just be for a few months. It could be for a few years. It could be, I don't know, short-term, long-term. But moving out is definitely one of the biggest things that I want to do to step outside of my comfort zone. And I also think... I need to improve my social relationships in a way that makes me uncomfortable. I think I'm very comfortable with the people that I have in my life and I'm very safe and, you know, connected with them, which is great. I mean, I think I've improved a lot compared to 2020. But one thing that I want to do is be able to meet more new people and meet more people who are different from me, maybe have different perspectives from me. And just come from a different way of life because that's, I think, one of the biggest ways that you can learn about life and about people in general is meeting more people that are different from you. So I want to do that. I don't think I've done that enough in my university years, to be honest, and I wish I could go back and do that again and kind of put more effort into meeting more people. But it is what it is. I can't go back now, but I think that's something that I can do going forward for sure. Next question, how will you learn from your future mistakes? That's a big one. That's a that's an interesting one. 
I think putting in the time to reflect daily, like I have been with journaling and even this podcast really gives me like an hour or two each week just to reflect about what's been going on in my life and how I think about things. Giving myself that time is really important, I have realized. My morning routine is so spectacular and I feel like days that I don't do my morning routine, my day just isn't the same. It just is not is not correct. It's not good. So I think definitely maintaining my morning routine and constantly evaluating my life, the choices that I make, not in like a scrutinizing way, but in a more reflective way, like, oh, I did this and this resulted to this. Is that what I wanted? Is that what I expected? Is that what I hoped would happen? And what can I do if that didn't reach my goals or it didn't get me closer to what I want to achieve? That's, I think, really important. And giving yourself the time to think. I think a lot of us in this current day and age are constantly distracted. It's so easy to pull out TikTok and watch a couple TikToks if you're waiting for the bus or whatever, or going on Instagram and all that stuff. And I have fall victim to this all the time. But I really want to cultivate a more empty place for me to think and not constantly have these distractions all around me because I feel like that makes me lazier in terms of thinking. Like it makes me not want to think as hard. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to sit here alone in my thoughts. I'm just going to watch a YouTube video right now. And it also doesn't give me the opportunity to just not think, if that makes sense. I think a lot of my best ideas come when I am just not doing anything, you know? When I am not on social media and actually I'm also not journaling. Sometimes if I've just left there most of the instances are for example when I go out to read by the beach sometimes I just don't read and I just sit there and look at the ocean and I'm like then I when you have no map to think about I'm like oh all these things pop up that wouldn't have otherwise because I wasn't given this empty space to think so I think that's definitely one way to learn from mistakes it's really important to have this constant introspection and space very important Next question, what do you want to accomplish? Oh my gosh, this is so hard. What the heck? Tangibly, obviously, I want to graduate and then I'll have a nice BA after my name. (laughs) Amazing. Four years of work for these two letters. But I think I want to accomplish more control of my own life. Right now I am, and it's no fault to my upbringing, I am spoon-fed a lot of things like personal finances and learning about all that stuff and my mom has helped me ever since I got my job and then also you know living cooking all these like small things but you know these small things compound and make me feel like oh really I have no control over my life and it's gotten a lot better this year but I definitely want to keep improving this I want to accomplish maybe not like full like oh I'm fully self-sufficient by the end of this year or next year but at least more than now. I want to improve. That is all I can ask for. I don't have a tangible, I need to be here. I need to be on the scale of here and here. That does not work. Uh, I just want to improve. That's all I can ask for. What will be your purpose next year? Oh my God, we're getting real deep, folks. What will be my purpose next year? (sighs) This is so hard. What? 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 I think 
next year. I want to live more for myself, not fall victim to what society thinks I should be doing, what my parents think I should be doing, what other people around me think I should be doing, and really just live to satisfy what I truly want. I've been realizing a lot. I've been, I don't know, I've been fed, not fed. I've been told so many stories, whether it's through the book I'm reading or like TikTok or whatever. Somehow my FYP just knows me too well. I've been watching or just been told this idea a lot of people who are in their 40s and 50s who realize the last 20, 30 years of their life they're not happy with at all because instead of following what they wanted to do, they were trying to please their parents, trying to please society and what they think society wants them to do and going against what they truly want. And that is one of my biggest fears. I do not want to be that person that wakes up when I'm like 50 something and realizes everything that I've done in my life is is to please someone else. That's terrible. I really want to make sure that I live a life that I am proud of and that I, I'm i in the driver's seat and I get to make the decisions that I make. And I think it's very hard. It's easier said than done for sure, but it is something that I really, really prioritize. Like genuinely making sure that I enjoy everything I'm doing and I'm doing it because I want to and not because of some other person or some other metric of success because those are all garbage. When you really think about it, and this is like a big analogy that I tell myself once in a once in a blue moon. You know, we're all little specks of dust floating on this big rock in outer space. When you get to the bottom of it, all these stupid things that we have made as a human society, like money, like social status, and all this stuff is so incredibly dumb. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing completely. There are good things and bad things to everything. But I don't want to waste my life and these precious years that I have on earth just to please someone else and just to check off the boxes that aren't even on my own personal list of goals that I want to accomplish. You know, I would much rather focus on what I want and what I truly want to accomplish in my life rather than doing what other people say I think they want me to do and that's on that period (laughs) okay next question what existing relationships do you want to focus on I want to focus on my relationship with my boyfriend it's been going a lot better the last I think the last half of the year and just 2021 in general it's been going a lot better and I think I talked about this in my last episode It's improved a lot and I want to continue growing and I think there are still things that can be improved and we both are still learning about each other and there's a lot of things that we can work on. I'm so excited to see how it goes next year and I'm really excited because I love my boyfriend and I just want to like, I want to cultivate a relationship that is very safe and comfortable. I'm, I'm making this circle shape with my hands because I'm imagining that our relationship is like a little orb and the orb, I want it to be light and pink and happy and safe and reassuring to both of us because I think that's what 
we are all looking for in a relationship with a significant other is the reassurance, the safety, the comfort that that other person can bring. So that's one I'm working on big time. I also, hmm, I want to improve my relationship with my parents, but not that it's bad. I want to change it to put myself in an adult perspective. I think my parents, both of them still see me as, you know, the little girl who is their firstborn daughter, yada, yada, as all parents see us. They still see me as, you know, just a little teenager probably, or even a little girl. And I really want to transition that relationship into now I'm an adult and I want to be a little more responsible for things, even though it might be scary for them to let go of things or to let go of me. I want to kind of transition that relationship next year and really focus on standing my ground as an adult and not just letting go so easily just because they're my parents. That's definitely a big thing I want to work on. And I think that's a lot of, it's, it's going to be like 22 is the age, I think, that I will finally do this and work on this. And I hope that I can stand my ground because sometimes it is easier to just be like, okay, whatever, you do what you want to our parents, you know, but I really want to improve that. And I'm really good at setting boundaries with my friends and my boyfriend and all that stuff. But I think with my parents and my family, I'm still a little iffy on that because of just, you know, Asian traditions and culture and stuff like that. It's really important to respect our elders and all that. But I really want to be able to do that by the end of next year. Next question. What career opportunities do you want to create for yourself? My goodness. Right now, I feel like I'm kind of at a crossroads with my career, and I'm not saying that I need to decide on it now and have it for the rest of my life, but I really do kind of have two directions that I could go, and I'm not saying I can't do both, but one I really want to go down is, you know, the child, child care, child working with children route. I think I'm really good at that, and I'm really good. I've been working for the past three years. I think I'm really good at my jobs with kids and I think I've really developed a good intuition with working with kids. And I really want to do more with that. I mean, I've talked about on this podcast the idea of being a counselor or working in education policy, working on the school curriculums and all this kind of stuff. And I genuinely just have no idea what I want to do, but I know that I love working with kids and it's definitely something that I'm interested in doing long term because they're so fun and it's just such a rewarding experience and it's truly something that I lose myself in every time I go to work so that's one thing and then I also still want to do content and vlogging and podcasts and I feel like if I really do have like if I do go down the road of going to get the training for all this education stuff it would be really interesting to vlog my adventures with that and do that so it's not I'm not saying that I have to pick one or the other but I feel like you know with our society we choose to specialize in things just because it's a little bit easier it's really hard to be good at everything so that you can manage everything so I don't know because I could also see myself doing a job in like marketing or producing content for companies and stuff like that I'm not really sure but I do want to keep all the doors open that I can and take as many paths that I have the opportunity to take the next year. How will your, wait, what? This is worded weird. How will you make next year matter? I think this, 
I hope, I don't want to put too many expectations on it because then I feel like I'm going to have such high expectations and if I don't achieve everything, I'm going to be kind of disappointed. But I want to make this a pivotal year for my growth and my independence. And I think that it's perfect because it lines up with the year of my university graduation and I'm turning a little bit older. I'm going to be 22 next year, which is very scary. But I hope that I can see myself a little bit more as an adult and other people in my life can see myself a little bit more as an adult. Sometimes I question if I'm ready to be an adult. And I think when I first believe in myself that I can be an adult and I can be responsible and stuff like that, that is when that will exude out to other people and other people will take me a little bit more seriously, I think. (laughs) Okay, next question. Next question is, how will you help others? I think one of the main ways that I help others is through my content. Actually, I'm not really sure. People tell me that they enjoy it and then I assume like, oh, it's helped you in some way then. But I think actually one of the best ways that I help people is I help kids a lot. Uh, I think I'm really good at talking to them and just making sure that they're okay, getting them to check in with themselves and then also me checking in with them, making sure that it's everything's okay at home. And it's not always my responsibility to fix all their issues, but just to make sure that they check in with themselves and make sure that they're okay. Next one, what personal qualities do you want to strengthen? I think I want to be better at, hmm, I want to be better at thinking critically. (laughs) And I think I say that because a lot of times I think that I am an over-optimist and that's just who I am. I'm very positive and that's how I've always been and I like that about myself but sometimes I think about solutions and I'm overly optimistic I'm not very realistic about what will happen and that's kind of how my boyfriend helps me like we kind of balance each other out in that way but I also want to be able to do that by myself and think critically about the solutions that I am coming up with and whatever I'm thinking about to be able to not just have this utopiast utopian utopian idea with everything if that makes sense Okay, this episode has been really long, so I'm going to keep going. There's a couple more questions, but we will try to make this a little faster because I can talk forever if, I, if I'm if i given the opportunity. Next question is, what skills do you want to learn? Um, I think I need to, okay, this is really embarrassing. I need to be better at cleaning. I am not a clean person. I'm very organized. I'm not filthy, but I'm not I want to, you know, those people who have like a clean aesthetic, a clean vibe to them. Like you see them and you're just like, oh my God, you are such a clean person. I want that to be me and I need to be better at cleaning, whether it's my personal space and maintaining it or also just myself and taking better care of myself. I need to be a better clean person and I'm so embarrassed that this is what I need to work on because I feel like this is something I should have figured out long time ago but I haven't and it's just because I hate cleaning and I hate doing that but I need to make sure and learn how to develop a way so that I can keep up with it and do it because if I don't that's no good right no good next one how will you take care of yourself I will continue making boundaries for myself Um, setting boundaries, maintaining them, not letting people step all over me. It's been a lot better 
but I can definitely still continue. And right now I'm actually dealing with this internal struggle of setting boundaries with seeing people, not just because of COVID, but also because I feel like I know that there are some relationships that just don't really serve me anymore, but they're not a constant, they're not a daily relationship, right? Like they're just people who I might see every few months and I'm like, do I still want to engage with those relationships still? Or is it something that I just want to give up on completely? Because I think it is important to maintain these relationships because people come and go in our life. And sometimes if you're friends with them for a long time and then you're not friends with them and then you might be friends again, I don't know. But that's kind of something I've been toying with because I'm like, ugh, like it seems like hanging out with them, but also being by myself might give me the same outcome. So what do I want to do? I will also take care of myself through uh, disciplining and planning out things. Grocery shopping, meal planning, planning my chores, all this like boring, tedious stuff. I feel like I can make it fun. I got a new planner for the next year. I got a Hobonichi in case you didn't see my YouTube video and I've been really excited and I hope that that will make me a little bit more motivated to make these mundane things a little bit more exciting. And I think that'll be good for me because that's definitely taking care of myself. I know people are always like, oh, I want to do a face mask or a bath bomb or whatever to take care of myself. But genuinely, those things don't matter if your practical life is not in order, if that makes sense. You know, like showering and keeping up with your hygiene and all this stuff. So I really want to build a consistent routine with that. <laughs> okay, it makes me sound like I'm such a dirty person, but I do, you know, shower every day. I shower like twice a day, to be honest, especially when I go to the gym, but I just want to be better. I feel like this year I've really started taking care of my skin and also started taking care of my hair for the last few months and it's been getting a lot better and I just need to continue because then my skin will be a little more you know, won't break out as much and won't be as dirty. And then my hair also, I used to have really nice hair, but then the last few years it's been really dry and puffy and I haven't really taken the time to figure out what works. But recently I have been, I've been trying new products and trying new hair masks and stuff like that. And it has been getting better. I really like how my hair is going and I just need to continue because those things are really important with, for how I feel about myself and the energy that I portray to the rest of the world. Next question, what places do you want to visit? I hope that I can travel a bit next year. It doesn't have to be to anywhere super extravagant, but at least getting out of Vancouver, I think for a bit will change my perspective on things and make me feel a lot better. I think I've been trapped a little bit in this Vancouver bubble, especially with the pandemic, haven't left since 2020, pretty much, I think. And it's been really hard because I feel like I've just been trapped here and trapped in the same daily routine, the same thing, blah, blah, blah. And I think traveling might make that a little bit better, but hopefully we can travel next year. I don't know what's going to happen. It's really hard to predict. What will you say no to? I'm ready for this. I will say no to relationships that no longer serve me positively. I will say no to experiences that no longer serve me positively or don't make me passionate or excited to get up in the morning. I will say no to people who are overly negative and people who don't bring positive vibes into my life. I will say no to things that don't value me enough, whether that be people, jobs, experiences, anything where I am undervalued and the people don't want to give me 
more value, if that makes sense. I will say no to not taking care of myself properly with food, exercise, hygiene, personal time, stuff like that. And last one, I will say no to social media consumption and use that drags me down rather than inspires me. That was pretty well worded. I did not plan that out at all. Thought of that all on the top of my head, but those are definitely things that I want to continue saying no to or start saying no to. Okay, we have three more questions. How will you improve your environment? Cleaning it. Oh my goodness. I over the holidays, I did not really clean my room. You know, I left packages and boxes left in my room, the wrapping in my room, all this stuff. It was like getting cluttered all over the floor. And I cleaned my room a few days ago and truly the mental clarity that has come out of it is like no other. I feel so much better. My room feels so much cleaner. I feel so much lighter, like like there isn't this big weight on my shoulders. And it's like such a small thing, right? You're like, oh, these packages don't seem like that much. But in reality, they can have a big effect on how we feel and how we are because our personal space is really important in cultivating our mindset and also our attitudes towards things. So if you leave your physical space, oh, I heard this thing. Someone told me, oh, my friend Kiara told me that her therapist told her, your physical space is a reflection of who you are and how you want to be seen. So if you leave your room to be messy and dirty, people will, you want people to see you or you are unconsciously a messy and dirty person. And when you clean your room, when you make it a little more organized, when you make sure things are not all over the floor and everything has a place, you at least want people to see you as an organized person, as a person who knows what they're doing. And sometimes that's all we need to really manifest that into reality. If you're not a clean person like me, if I, I'm not really a clean person, but if I give the illusion that I am clean, if I give the illusion that my space is very pristine and organized and clean, then at least people will think that I am clean and then I can also believe that about myself. Sometimes it's like a reverse cycle effect, you know? So yeah, my environment definitely need to prioritize that next year. I definitely think that I put it on the back burner sometimes. You know, I like toss things on the floor. One of my worst habits is that I don't put things away, even though putting things away realistically would only take like five seconds, maybe up to a minute at most. I just don't do it for the longest time and I just leave it all over the place. And then when I actually go to clean my room, I'm like, that took me literally five minutes. Why did I not just put it away when I had the opportunity to at the beginning? It's one of my fatal flaws. It's one of my fatal character flaws. Don't hate me, but that's just how it is. I don't know. I can't, I, I need to improve that definitely next year for sure. Next one, who will you ask help and support from? Um, hmm. I mean, most obviously my parents, my mom, my boyfriend, and also my counselor. I actually haven't been to counseling a lot this year. I think I only went like twice or three times. Dang. Wait, that's actually pretty good. Wow. I only went like twice this year. But anyways, my counselor offers a really safe space to think about myself and think about what I want without the judgment of other people around and only really my own thoughts bouncing back at me. 
So that's a really good place to ask for support and help. And then obviously most people, you know, rely on the support of their parents and stuff. I don't want to rely totally on my parents though, because I feel like they give a biased response that because you're their kid and so their responses will sometimes be biased or they'll want what they think is best for you and not what's really best for you, if that makes sense. Last one, who do you want to become next year? I still want to be me, but I just want to be a better version of me. A little bit more independent, a little bit more organized, clean. I'm pretty organized, actually. A little bit more clean and uh, better. A genuinely good person. That's who I want to be. And that's my mantra for this year. I just want to be a genuinely good person who has their life in order. And I hope that'll happen. I am speaking into reality. When you talk about things, they happen. So I'm talking about it. Anyways, that's going to be my first episode of 2022. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, It was, it was, we got a little deep. It was very interesting. It was very fun. I love doing these like reflection episodes where I answer questions because of just how much it gets me off track to talk about other things. (laughs) But anyways, I hope you enjoyed. I haven't plugged in a while, but make sure you follow the podcast Instagram at overeasy the podcast. I really want to focus on my podcast next year and I'm really putting in the plans to do that. So make sure you follow along. I hope you enjoy and I will see you in my next episode. Bye.